This is Volusia Today, a public information radio program brought to you by the County of Volusia. Good morning, Volusia County. My name is Michael Ryan. I'm your Director of Communications, and we are here today with Volusia County Today. Um, I am uh, with my co-host, David. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I'm good. How are you today? Pretty good. I, uh, I wanted to mention something. Last week we got off the show and I got a frantic phone call from one of my friends who listens to the show. Yes. And he said, Dave, you got to give a shout out to Volusia County Mosquito Control. They've been out in his area. He's on the west side of town, yeah. and they've been out in his area, and they've been treating the area, and he's had, like, no mosquitoes out there. And the only reason I mention it is because we hear a lot of good things that we do in the county, but my friend's excitement, I was just like, I'm definitely going to mention it on the radio. So shout out to Volusia County Mosquito Control. Um, definitely check out their website. They have a service request form on there. You can fill it out. If you got any mosquito problems, they can come out and check out your property. And I got one more thing. We're heading into the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> we got some waves. We got some waves. We got yeah. some rip currents. Please be careful out in the water. I, I would almost advise you not to go in the water this weekend. The wave heights are, are high. It's dangerous out there. Stay safe. Swim near a staff lifeguard tower. Download the Volusia Beaches app and just, just please beach, beach smart out there. Dave, you were out this morning, weren't you? Yeah, I was. Where and how was it? Well, I've been, let me preface this by saying I've been surfing my whole entire life. I did the junior lifeguard program. I was a lifeguard. So I was out there. It's, it's definitely, um, it's big. It, there's a lot of water moving. Um, you got to know what you're doing to be out there when it's like this out there. It's not, a, it's not, it's not to be played with. It's not to be messed with. Respect it. Good message. I, this is probably the only show in the air you're going to hear a shout out to Mosquito Control. That's well, until we have them on the radio. So we also have a couple other guests today. Would you like to introduce them? Yes, we have Belusha County Animal Services in the studio. Um, it's super exciting because we do have a new director at Animal Services, and I don't want to butcher your name, so if you could... Oh, come, inter- on, come on, take a shot at it. What's your last name? <laughs> I don't want to butcher it. <laughs> Medima? Did I get it? Medima. Medima. Oh, I was so close. I was so, so close. close. We have a brand new animal services director. Is that your right title? That is correct. Angela Medima. You got it. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. It, it only takes three times. <laughs> and and this is so much easier. We're also joined by, is it Alicia? Alicia. Alicia. Oh, man, I'm going to butcher them all. At least I got David right. <laughs> Alicia. Dees. Dees. Thank you very much. Thank you for being here. As you can tell, we're super professional on this show. We are. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Angela, you've, what is this? I think we started on the same week, if I remember right. I, yeah, I is think we the, started the about meeting? the same time. So you're, what, six, seven weeks into it? Actually, okay, maybe you started before me then, because I'm at week three. So, oh, wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what? I did, I started two weeks before you, and I introduced you at your meeting. That's what it was. Absolutely, and week two was jumping in the deep end, because I was already a first hurricane. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the EOC and stuff. Yes. So tell us a little bit about your background. So I've been doing animal welfare for about 12 years now. I come from Michigan. I actually moved down to Florida three years ago, um, and I moved to Orange County. So that's where I was before Volusia County. But uh, it's been 12 long years in animal welfare. My undergrad is in pre-veterinary medicine. I got that from Central Michigan University, so fire up chips there. Um, And my MBA, so that is from Florida Gulf Coast University. But I love working with animals. I've worked in enforcement for quite a period of time, um, but also just veterinary medicine and nonprofit animal welfare. 
Nice. Well, welcome to the Better County. I think you made the right choice. <laughs> what what causes somebody when you're uh, growing up or a teenager deciding where you're going to go to college and what you're going to do, what, what causes somebody to go into animal welfare? Honestly, I don't think anybody grows up thinking, I'm going to go work in animal services. Right. Um, whenever you want to work with animals, they always tell you your career path is to be a vet. And so, you know, for the longest time, I just wanted to be a veterinarian, and that's what my undergrad was. But when I was paying for my undergrad, I was also working, and I was working at our local animal shelter, and I really decided to pivot and focus more on just the bigger picture. And I loved seeing, you know, how the animals came in, um, what investigations we did from those, and then how we could possibly rehabilitate the animals and then send them on a future better path after they're adopted. So it's just a whole beautiful picture that you end up seeing when you're in animal services. That is a beautiful picture. David, could you ever do it? Animals, working with animals? Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, I've, I've stopped by over at your all's facility multiple times, and it's got to be like the most rewarding feeling, right? Tell us a little bit about uh, what you all do in general, like the day-to-day, and then how that, how that makes you feel afterwards, the positive impact you're making in the community. Well, so fun fact, uh, when Volusia County Animal Services is fully staffed, they only have six animal control officers to cover all of Volusia County. We're a pretty big county. Wow. So it's, it's a lot to take on that task. And uh, just for interesting information, in fiscal year 21-22, our animal control officers responded to 2,384 requests for services. 599 of them resulted in investigations for potential animal crimes. That's incredible. What does that look like when, when you're investigating animal crimes? Um, it's Sometimes it's heartbreaking, heart-wrenching, and uh, there's other times that it's extremely rewarding because you see them walk out the door with a much better life ahead of them. Are there any like notable ones recently that maybe made the headlines on the news or anything like that? Um, some we're not able to talk about right now, right, so right, I right. won't go in depth there, but uh, we have had some really great successes. Uh, the most recent was when we as- assisted the city of Daytona uh, for the 42 dogs um, dog fighting indictment where an individual was uh, sentenced to prison for 19 years. That's a huge, huge win for us. Should be a message for yes. anybody out there uh, participating in those type of uh, activities. Not good at all. Why are you looking at me? I'm not looking. <laughs> <laughs> Michael does not like being looked at. I, uh, yeah, yeah, David, you'll notice during the entire show, David has really intense eye contact. So don't look him in the eye too long. It's, it's, it gets kind of terrifying. So it's got to be. I, I don't know. The reason I asked David why if he could do it, I don't know if I could do it because I would just like get attached to every dog and cat that came in the door. How do, how do you guys not do that? I think it gets easier over the years, um, and one of the best things is that you could foster. Um, so not everybody chooses to foster, bring an animal home, you know, and do all of that, but it is really rewarding. So the fact that you could even offer temporary help to an animal, um, whether that be medical care or maybe just needs to grow up a little bit if it's a little bit too small, um, you know, if they're not ready for spay and neuter yet or their sterilizations, right. um, but... If you could help them through that period, sometimes they just need extra medical care in a couple of weeks or a couple of months, and then you can help them grow enough to where they get adopted. That's very fulfilling. We stopped by there the other day, and uh, we were doing employee spotlights, like highlighting some of your employees, and that was one of the questions we asked, was how many animals do you have at home? And, and the answer pretty much across the board was, well, I had only planned to have one, but now I have <laughs> six dogs and 10 cats. <laughs> So, so I think some of that's going on, right? There is that attachment. Um, can you actually adopt animals from Volusia County Animal Services? 
So we actually have uh, contracts with the shelters, the humane societies, but we do have the opportunity to adopt out when we have uh, investigative cases and the shelters are full, we'll foster to adopt. So individuals who help us in these cases, for example, the um, investigation that we did where there were some animals that needed some medical fostering. Once that we gained custody of them, those individuals that were providing that medical foster care fell in love and decided that they were going to keep them. So citizens actually have that opportunity to foster and then adopt from us, but we don't typically have a shelter setting where we do provide adoption services beside that. Is there a way to get registered to be a medical foster? Sure. Um, you just have a citizen call us and we'll provide them all of the information, make sure that they understand what the expectation is and what we will do to help them along the way. We'll collect their information and as soon as there's an animal that hits that need, we send out a mass email through our database system and we basically get responses and say, hey, yeah, I'll take that kitten that needs to be fostered until it's 12 weeks old or, you know, Whatever the circumstances, it, an animal that's been drugged down the road with its paws severely injured and they have to wrap it. It just depends on the person's expertise and abilities and if they're comfortable with it. What's the time frame? Because my daughter's been asking for a puppy for a long time now. Forever, yeah. <laughs> we got two dogs at the house right now. We got a bunny. We got chickens. We got the works. Of the <laughs> we got a baby on the way. You know? <laughs> but this sounds like it could be something where we're, get, we're providing a positive... Uh, a positive environment for the animal, helping the animal out, and then also kind of give my daughter what she's looking for, that, that something to love on, something to care for, even if it's for a short period of time. I'm sure we'd run into the, oh, I want to keep it, Dad, but still, I think that might... So what does the time frame look like for this kind of thing, or does it depend and vary? It varies from each animal. If it's a medical circumstance, it's basically when it's ready to be adopted, basically if it's able to be spayed or neutered, if we have custody of the animal to be able to adopt it out, or it may be just an individual that needs time to grow, like Angela said previously. So I, it, each one is different. Um, if you're looking for something really cool, we do currently have a ferret in the office. Wow. Send your daughter over. It may not be a partridge in a pear tree, but she can certainly. <laughs> well, I'd have to clear with the wife, too. Well, <laughs> I'm just talking always, crazy. On, yeah, I'm just talking crazy on the radio. My neighbor had a ferret, and every time I would go over, um, she would sleep in the pots and pans. And then when they would open the door, she would immediately run up and run straight at my pant leg. And it was, it was terrifying. <laughs> it was terrifying the 15th time, let alone the first one. So Our far, that hasn't little. happened with this one, I will oh. say. But she is awfully cuddly and she's very sweet. I think she came in as a stray, too. Yes. Um, so somebody lost their ferret. And if you're looking for it, we have it. You have it. <laughs> I, I tell me a little bit of some of the more, um, for lack of a better term, exotic animals you guys deal with, ferrets and what else? Um, it's, it's a hit and miss. Uh, mostly we focus on dogs and cats, uh, domestic pets. Uh, we do investigate um, chickens for animal crimes like blood sports, stuff like that. But for the most part, we stick to the domestic animals. If there is an exotic circumstance, we always include Florida Fish and Wildlife, mm -hmm. and we assist them, and they are the lead investigators. Okay. 
I think that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions because when you hear animal services, you think all animals. That's where I go to for every single animal. Right. When really there's other departments for wildlife, pest control services, um, or just marine mammals, things like that. We don't respond to every single one, but we do have the resources to contact those groups. So if there's a random snake that that's a domestic snake or something like that, you guys call wildlife. Or do you guys handle that at all? So if, if there's a snake circumstance, our animal control officers respond if it's inside of somebody's home, inside yeah. of their garage, you know, a safety concern. Otherwise, you know, that's their home. Back away and let them be. Okay. I'll just, just, to, just to verify for the record, all snakes are venomous. Is that correct? Yes, they are, aren't they? I mean. <laughs> They're all evil and bad and they all kill people. Oh, what? Yes, no. let's, let's, let's be honest with ourselves. No, that's not the case? No, they do a lot for the ecosystem as well, okay. I would say. So I shouldn't kill every snake I see? No, no. I think... Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Florida Fish and Wildlife might have a bigger problem with you there. We all have our own fears. <laughs> we all have our own fears. So what, what other services in addition to adoption and uh, do you guys do? We also have a very sizable clinic, actually, um, mm. where we offer low-cost spay neuter to the community as we also have vaccinations, and recently we've just started getting our mobile clinic actually out more in the community, and we're planning on that increasing more in the future to help with TNR efforts, which is trap, neuter, return for cats. Tell us a little bit about that mobile clinic. Yeah. What is that? What does yeah. that look like? It's very large. Um, obviously, it's a clinic on wheels, um, and it's out in the community today. We're helping Southeast Volusia Humane Society today with some of their spay and neuter needs. But um, mostly, it just does high volume spay and neuter, but it gives access where there wasn't access previously for veterinary needs within the community. So, for those that can't currently drive their animals to our clinic that's um, in house, then we would possibly be able to set up a little bit closer so that they could have access to that veterinary service. Okay. Okay. Well, I tell you what, before we go to break, let's, can we figure out how, um, Dave's daughter can get a pony? Where would he get that? <laughs> if he was a really good dad. Bring. Come on, man. Okay. Okay. My daughter can't listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, we will take a real quick break. We are Volusia County Beach Safety. We're here to serve Volusia County's 47 miles of unique coastline. You know, Volusia County beaches. Yeah, those beaches, but also these beaches. We have millions of visitors every year, and we work around the clock to keep our beaches safe and beautiful. And you can help. Swim near a staff lifeguard tower. Pick up your trash. And fill holes. Identify, avoid, and escape rip currents. Please leave the beach cleaner than you found it. Look out for one another and keep an eye on kids, especially in the traffic lane and in the water. Pets are allowed at our two pet-friendly beaches, Lighthouse Point Park and Smyrna Dunes Park. If you see something, say something. A clean and safe beach guarantees fun in the sun for everyone. Thank you for doing your part to keep Volusia County beaches beautiful. See you at the beach! Make the most of your day at the beach. Download the Volusia County Beaches app today. Sign up for real-time notifications on vehicle ramp openings and closings. Find staff lifeguard towers. Get updates on tides and beach conditions. Plus, off-beach parking and coastal parks info. Volusia County Beaches app is available for your smart devices at the App Store and Google Play. We're back. I'm David Hunt along with Michael Ryan, and you're listening to Volusia Today, a public information program brought to you by the County of Volusia. 
Well, Dave, very professional. Thank you for bringing us back. I read that. I appreciate <laughs> that. So during the break, we figured out how Dave is going to get his daughter a pony and get uh, get Dad of the Year award. Um, I think we were talking a little bit about the the what you call it, the mobile mobile clinic. The mobile clinic. So how often is it out in the community? Where can I find it? Is it is it all over Volusia County? And we do try to get to all over Volusia County. Um, So we try to pick different areas um, based on the number of calls that we're getting, based on the demonstrated need from the community. You know, who doesn't have close access to veterinary services are the ones that we want to go to. Um, Primarily, we want to do it TNR efforts, which is trap, neuter, return, which is our feral cats. Um, so we really want to help reduce the feral cat population um, so we don't get to a point of overpopulation within the cat community. So I believe it's 21-22, we helped spay neuter 1,697 cats. Wow. wow. Yeah. Those are all so feral? Those are all feral. Trap, neuter, return is all feral cats. Angela, how do, I'm super curious about how that happens. I mean, do you guys just go like set up and start walking around picking up cats? There's a lot of amazing community members that really care about our feral cat community, and so they will actually go out, trap them, and uh, bring them to us. So if I uh, choose to do that, is there any cost to me as just being a good citizen? I don't Alicia so, can answer that one actually. Alicia's the than one I that can. charges. Yeah. So, <laughs> the money so actually, um, Volusia County. If you if the cats come from an unincorporated Volusia County area, it is free of charge because our taxpayers pay for that service. Okay. Um, however, animal services is funded through the MSD currently, so it's only for unincorporated citizens. The free side, your cities or yourself, depending on the agreement that your city has with Volusia County has the opportunity to either the citizens bring the animals in or the cats in and then we bill the city $45 per cat or the individual has to pay $45 per cat. I could be wrong, but I feel like you've given that spiel before. You've explained that more than once? Yes, sir. Okay. What other services do you guys provide? So we do vaccinations. Um, Of course, that's still through our clinic and everything. So that's just to make sure that our animal population is healthy. We want them all to be healthy, sound. Um, And then, of course, just as far as animal services as a whole, um, we go out in the community for neglect, cruelty cases, anything like that. But they've also been doing more community appearances. Yeah. So um, (laughs) last year, we started what we call uh, Meet the Pack. You guys actually helped us with a little skit on it just to share it. And so it's basically like our own little version of Coffee with Cops, right? So folks don't always want to call 911 or the non-emergency sheriff's office number. They just they don't know what to do. Right. So when they're seeing us out there, we go out every um, last Friday of every month and every animal control officer that is available responds to a specific dog park within Volusia County. And we just sit and visit and give those folks an opportunity to get to know us as individuals, as well as an opportunity for them to have an open door to just tell us about things that they're seeing in their community, whether it's a feral cat problem or their neighbors not providing food and water and shelter for their dog, or maybe they know about another crime that's going on. It's an opportunity for just direct communication with an animal control officer and to build that view of not, we're not the dog catchers anymore. It is our goal to um, be community stewards for Volusia citizens and to reunite their animals in the best way possible. 
I would imagine that you, you mentioned the dog catcher too. I would imagine your staff and maybe you guys in particular, when you're out, especially you know out in the community, are are you guys ever in dangerous situations? Every day. Yeah. Every day. So our animal control officers they wear ballistic vests to protect them. Um, a lot of times, individuals see their animals as a a, a financial benefit to them whether they're breeders or they're dog fighters or cockfighters or you know whatever the circumstances so they are very protective of their animals and and sadly sometimes they protect their animals a little more than they do their own children sure so um, our officers have to be very careful to remain safe and wear those ballistic vests and call the sheriff's office when they need help <laughs> we were down at the uh, dog beach the other day in Ponce Inlet <laughs> and we saw an animal control officer uh, there kind of checking out what was going on, giving some good information. What are the rules at the dog beach? Or what, what, what's so, the deal? The dog beach is a, is a very interesting breed of its own. So in your normal dog parks, it's a regular dog park, not a coastal park or the dog beach, um, you actually can let your dog roam around and play within this fenced area without a leash. Um, at the coastal parks, you're required to have your animal leashed at all times and under your control. Um, your animal has to be tethered, and its tether cannot be more than six feet long so that you maintain that control in case that there's a nose-to-nose -nose contact or a, a confrontation between two dogs. It's your ability to try to keep your pets from biting someone. You know, there's a, a series of reasons why, but um, yeah, there's an ordinance that actually requires that they be tethered on a leash at all times. And uh, that's our main focus out there is to keep them on a leash as well as make sure that everybody has fresh water and they're not drinking that salt water because we don't want the dogs to get salt sickness. Um, and then we also want to pay attention to hot paws out there. Um, imagine what it feels like on them. If we're wearing our flip-flops because that sand is hot or that boardwalk is hot, imagine what it feels like to them they're not wearing shoes right so we try to educate folks hey it's getting too hot you need to you need to get in a better place for your pet and dogs are only allowed out, allowed on the beach at Smyrna dunes park and lighthouse point park right now correct but we have a new dog park coming up right it's rockefeller to do you remember that there's an uh don't quote me on the other that's the one in norman beach that's yeah, so it's in November, a dog right? Beach that's happening starting in November. Yeah. So when it's you a did, pilot program, the, well, and the pilot program happened right before I got here. So how we it's 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 um it's not temporary is not the word, but it's a there, there's an end date to it, right? I believe it's three years. They're oh, okay. Going to run a pilot program to see how it works, and then uh, it will be revisited. Okay. And so, are your staff on the beach monitoring that? We are currently in the process of discussions between the Sheriff's Department, uh, Beach Safety, and Animal Services on how we're going to fund that because it's not just county citizens that are out there, sure. as well as how we're going to man it and make sure that we have somebody out there most every day. So you guys are about a month into this program now. How's it going? It's not in yet. We're starting in November. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. We have a little bit more time. Okay. We're in the process of getting all the signage, yes, yeah, the signage done, the poo dispenser bags. 
with graphics to the beaches app and the dog the dog web page so people can get all the info and rules and all that going on and so for, for me when when you say coastal park or does that mean the beach itself or is there like a park that's close to the beach that i don't so understand the coastal parks is actually um inlet parks so okay. it's really kind of on the riverside or like at the jetties um actually if you're at new smyrna dunes park you can see the Ponce Inlet Lighthouse Point Park is across the, sh- the shore there. Those two are the two um, parks. However, you can't get to them without a long drive around. Um, and as a side note, it's Millsap to Rockefeller. Look at that. I knew it <laughs> Very was good. Come back yes. eventually. <laughs> So, so what are the right now before the pilot program kicks in? What are the the laws that govern the beach right now? Can I take my dog out on a leash? No dogs at all. No dogs on the beach. Period. Okay. Unless it is a service animal. Okay. Okay. And you said something interesting with the dogs on the beach and having the dogs under control. Like I said, my wife's pregnant and we have two pit bulls and they don't go to the beach a lot. And she wanted to go. It was a busy Sunday afternoon, I think. And as hard as I tried, I was trying to keep them under control. But geez Louise, I got drug all over the beach. We stayed for about 20 minutes and that was enough. We, we got going. It was an experience to it's say the least. It's all the smells. Yeah, yeah. they went exciting. wild. Yeah, they had a good time. They were nice. They dip, took a little dip in the water. It was, it was enjoyable for them. But yeah. Definitely be prepared if you head down there. Oh, I think that's a good ending uh, message to take us to break, Dave. Thanks. We are Volusia County Beach Safety. We're here to serve Volusia County's 47 miles of unique coastline. You know, Volusia County beaches. Yeah, those beaches. But also these beaches. We have millions of visitors every year, and we work around the clock to keep our beaches safe and beautiful. And you can help! Swim near a staff lifeguard tower. Pick up your trash. And fill holes. Identify, avoid, and escape rip currents. Please leave the beach cleaner than you found it. There we go. Look out for one another and keep an eye on kids, especially near the traffic lane and in the water. Pets are allowed at our two pet-friendly beaches, Lighthouse Point Park and Smyrna Dunes Park. If you see something, say something. A clean and safe beach guarantees fun in the sun for everyone. Thank you for doing your part to keep Volusia County beaches beautiful. See you at the beach! Make the most of your day at the beach. Download the Volusia County Beaches app today. Sign up for real-time notifications on vehicle ramp openings and closings. Find staff lifeguard towers. Get updates on tides and beach conditions. Plus, off-beach parking and coastal parks info. Volusia County Beaches app is available for your smart devices at the App Store and Google Play. Hi, and we are back with Volusia County today. My name is Michael Ryan. I'm the communications director. I'm here with David. David, what's your official title? Uh, Marketing specialist. Yes. Communications uh, employee. Genius. Is no. what I like. Communications <laughs> genius. We are also here with, with the staff from uh, Animal Services. And um, we were talking for, I'm gonna, I would say your names, but I'm going to butcher them again, and I'm not doing that. So we were talking off air a little bit about hurricane season and animals. And if I have my two cats, Brownie and Hazel, or maybe I have a horse or maybe I have a lizard at home, what do I do? So I think it's really important to always have a plan. 
So we want to make sure you're preparing far ahead of time. We always want to make sure that we have appropriate potable water, um, appropriate amount of food, um, that if you have any vaccinations, obviously your lizard might not be one of them, but your cats, yes. Um, so if you have any medical history, maybe you have that laminated or just put it inside something that's waterproof. Um, and then obviously appropriate carriers. So. Those are all the main things um, that you would have, but also think of things like enrichment, um, things to cover maybe, you know, the carrier so that it'll calm and relax them. Um, enrichment items might just be for a dog, something like a Kong, or just a toy to keep them entertained. Um, and then obviously your leashes and different things. But you also want to have ID tags if you have them available. So a lot of our animals are microchipped, but it's usually good to have it on the collar, whether you write that mm -hmm. right on the collar, have it embroidered, or if you have your tags on them, just some sort of identification in case they get separated from you. For livestock, that might mean writing on the rear end with chalk. Okay. <laughs> so we had a recent um, kind of near miss with a hurricane. What what do you and your staff do during that time? It is a flurry of events, I will say. Um, got a peek at it in my second week. Um, but it is a lot of preparations. We actually have hurricane um, containers that we'll pass out in the community. We do that a lot of at our um, parks events and everything um, but we just try to educate as much as we can but we also try to fill up trailers with any necessary items mm -hmm. we do go to the shelters um, and try to bring those items there in case anybody needs them thank you for joining us today if you have a comment about volusia today or if there is a topic you would like to hear featured please contact volusia county community information 